Welcome back, Art World. This is Miss Art World, Catherine, and I have my beautiful co-host, Lisa. What is up, guys? Thank you for the compliment. You're welcome. And today, I I say this every single time. Every single I do time. An Can intro. you like mix it up a little bit? Okay. Use, today, like, I'm um, thrilled, ecstatic, ec- ecstatic, <laughs> to uh, have our guest Meg Zaney with us. Welcome, Meg. Hi. Um, Meg is a well-known feminist street artist in LA. Yes. You and guys can't see my head nodding, but it's <laughs> nodding, yes. And she has really, really awesome pink hair. Like, so sick. You, you're you just a badass. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's purple in my hair, too, which is a new thing, the purple roots. Okay, just got yeah. added in. Yeah. It looks good. Thanks. Yeah. It's my inner seven-year-old is like, Whoa. Yeah. And like Amazing. The, the pink makes your eyes, like, pop. Really? Yeah, like your eyes like, are mm-hmm. so blue. Huh. Well, so are your guys's. Thank you. This is yeah, killing it. Blue <laughs> white squad right here, guys. <laughs> if they could figure out how to put like sparkles into your hair too, you'd just be you'd be set. You that would be, be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll look into that. You should. All right. <laughs> Let me know because I will uh, do that as well. Yeah, I'll ask my stylist, Hair Hunter, on Instagram. Uh, she is amazing and super, like, just like state of the like art of like color hair. And so um, maybe she'll know about sparkle hair. Nice. Just to make it clear, this was not on our agenda at all. <laughs> to talk about my hair. <laughs> to talk no. about your hair. Maybe you could talk about where we are podcasting right now. Yeah, we are out of the Arsenic House, um, which is sort of a, I always call it a for the people, by the people. Um, the founder is a woman and she has worked in production and um saw an issue of women models not having a voice over the content that they were producing. So she was like, this has to change. I want to provide a safe place for women to have the voice that they you know, want to have and, and be able to have them create content that they are proud of. Um, so she launched this magazine called Arsenic Magazine. And so it's kind of rolled into this whole thing where we now have a house in uh like los angeles hills and like people are free to come in here and shoot and um i have my studio here out of the garage so it's uh it's just a really awesome creative space to hang out and that's really what they want is like an incubator for creativity because it begets creativity so that's awesome are there any other artists working out of the garage with you no Nice. Thank God, too, because it's like <laughs> too many artists. Need, yeah. I need my elbow room. For sure. Yeah. That's great. That's an awesome setup. Yeah, for sure. And access to the refrigerator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is very nice. Yeah. You guys should see this refrigerator. It is stocked with all <laughs> the liquids you need. Just the happiest fridge I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, so how did you get connected with the house? Did you just know her and... Uh, Amanda saw my artwork on the streets and basically invited me in. They had they had a house um, in Coldwater Canyon, 
prior to this house and they were like can you come in and paint and so i did i did like a massive 14 foot um mermaid that says swim to the beat of your own current uh on the side of the house and then they ended up deciding to go on world tour and they were like hey any place that we stop and have a wall for you do you want to come out and paint with us i was like yeah so um i think i ended up making like five or six of the stops um that i think they had like 10 stops and i think i maybe hit like half of them but it was like chicago um where was it florida for art basel um texas there was one other new york um but yeah so i i basically hit all these stops with them and all these walls and then they decided to end the tour and they found this house and I was like, Hey, like, you know, like, what are you guys doing with your garage? Like, <laughs> can I, can I move in there? And they're like, yeah, that's amazing. So, um, and it's just sort of like this, we just have a really unique relationship. Um, they get what I do. I get what they do. I also curate for Arsenic Gallery, which is their art side of things. And so, um, it's just this really like, well-oiled beautiful machine that we have it's amazing the kind of connections and where it builds on and where it kind of takes you um in your art career you kind of never know who you're gonna meet and what what they can do for you and what you can do for them it's uh always interesting yeah it's a really great partnership you have yeah it's symbiotic for sure can you tell us a little bit about your background pre-arsenic and um, coming from the corporate world and when you got more into the into arts or were you always a practicing artist? Yeah, I, so I say that I've been an artist all my life um, and I, you know, I, I didn't think that I could actually make money at being an artist and so it was like, what am I going to do? I, you know, I wanted to be a pilot but I have terrible eyesight so that was out and then it was like, I want to make a specific amount of money before I hit X age. And so I was like, I'll just, I'll go into the business world. Like that's, I've like figured out that that's where I could hit my goals. And so, um, and I did that and I was um, a corporate recruiter in the tech industry for about eight years before I was just like dreaming of painting in my underwear. And I just, I, I hated sitting at my desk and not being creative. And so I hit rock bottom and just decided to start creating stencils for myself. And I was legit. I was, you know, at home on the weekends painting in my underwear, just like this is where I want to be. And um, I had met a fellow now fellow street artist, um, but he was like, yeah, I can help you take your stencils mobile. And that like blew my mind because I was doing stencils, but they were one off. And, um, and yeah, so I linked up with him and he just showed me a new technique. And I remember that first day of hitting a wall and I was just like, this is amazing. Like I am just all in fuck everything else. Like this is where I want to be. And, um, and so the very next day I started to dissolve my recruiting company and just, I just, you know, I lived off of some savings and, that first year was just like all about traveling and creating and just like doing what I truly wanted to do. Um, and then it just, it started to resonate and I started to get amazing messages of people just like, thanks for putting this out there. And 
you know, I didn't really understand that like traveling to London and Paris and Berlin and, you know, I didn't think that the message would compute, but it's like, doesn't, the body of water doesn't separate us as humans. Mm-hmm. We, we all are in this together. Um, and so it just, it, that was definitely more fuel to my fire. I just was like, I just have to stay with this. I just have to keep doing this. So I just haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of your messaging is about feminism and body image and equality, just so people who are listening know that when we say feminist artist, it also is encompassing of kind of the body image and equality as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's, um, you know, it's not, it's not about hating anyone else. It's not about exclusion, which is why I really think that, you know, the message it's an equality thing is it, 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 it blankets everyone. We should all have the same jumping off point just because my neighbor is black doesn't mean that he should not be able to have the same opportunities that I have. Um, and I just, I feel that with every single bone in my body. Like it's, it's all about, you know, let the people be where the people want to be and do what they want to do. And so, um, you know, yeah, I'm a feminist, but that, you know, that doesn't, it's, it's, it shouldn't be a nasty word, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's, (laughs) that's my take on it. I love it. I think it's a great message. Thanks. And super important for where we are today and what's happening in the world and politics. I think your work is something that not only women, but everybody needs to see and um, experience. And I think you going and doing it in the streets and on the walls that people pass every day is really powerful. Yeah, it's... I I don't want to say strategic, but... I mean, first and foremost, I was a lover of street art prior to even figuring out that, like, I should also be a street artist. Um, And and honestly, I just thought that my art wasn't good enough to be in the streets, like, totally being a jerk to myself. But it was just one of those things of, like, no, like, I held it with such, like, high regard that it was, like, that blows my mind to even be in that arena. Um... But it is, it's really important for, I think, having art in public spaces, um, it, it helps it's so much. It helps communities, it helps reduce stigma against like low, lower, uh, you know, areas, neighborhoods. Um, but also it just, it, it does, it raises awareness. It gives people the idea of like, I don't have to be where I am right now. I can be whatever I want to be. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I always say that I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a gallery artist. Um, I am in galleries and have representation, but that's not my end goal. My end goal is, is for equality and for us to not have to, like, worry about the, the movement. Like, the equality 
I mean, what we passed this in the 70s, like, and it's potentially coming up again that, like, we're going to have to vote on equal rights. What? It's 2019. Like, it's the future. What are we doing? Yeah, definitely. Um, For your messaging, are you looking at news and what's happening like how do you kind of come up with your your messaging behind your work um I really live under a rock like I (laughs) don't own a tv the thought of watching news really exhausts me that said it's kind of I am definitely always the last person to hear something Mm -hmm. (laughs) hear the news um, I mean, I try to tune in and, you know, get important bits that are going on. Um, but really, it's just everything that is resonating with me, everything that I'm feeling. It's like, I know I'm, I can't be the only one experiencing this. So I'm just going to put it out and, you know, see, see what happens. Um, I think that that's my other favorite part, too, about doing street art is the impermanence of it and the idea of like it can go away instantly almost so um you know it gives a a sense of urgency to see the message to share the message and spread it but also um you know it's it's uh yeah it's it's like a time stamp i think it's interesting that um you aren't like in the news but everything that you're doing is so relevant yes it is weird it is definitely weird for sure and I don't know if it's because I mean I feel like I'm an empath so I you know I feel all this this energy um I live downtown specifically because I need that energy I stay in my house most days and don't leave so it's it's really interesting how I receive it and pick it up and like then express these messages. I mean, if I like I really have to limit my interaction with just people in general or like large spaces. It's very overwhelming for me. So I'm getting, you know, getting all of this like energy and receiving messages and I'm just kind of like, oh, I gotta like mellow. Yeah. I need to like go <laughs> melt in my couch for a little bit, yeah. and go hide. <laughs> Go, go to your studio for a bit, work <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when you're doing these um, pieces uh, of street art, do you have permission on the walls most of the time? or No. You... Oh, really? No, most of the time. I think I'm like, I would say 50-50, okay. depending on like um, commission work versus mm-hmm. like renegade self-sanctioned pieces. Um, but yeah, it's it's all just... Like, I see a wall, I want it, I take it type thing. That's awesome. And are you ever nervous? Because your work can be tied to you pretty easily. Oh, yeah. I'm either completely an idiot that I'm, you know, I'm all over Instagram and showing my face. And, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but also I believe in what I'm doing mm-hmm. and the message that I'm sharing is of positivity and yeah. and I um, I don't think that I'm committing a crime and so 
most often my pieces stay up for a while um, because they are relevant and um, people enjoy them and take photos of them and and yeah so it's it's what I do is embraced which is such a beautiful thing yeah that's incredible um, and I say we made the assumption that you had permission <laughs> because just because I mean it's very out there that they're yours and we kind of assumed people were recruiting you to come to do the walls because they're so well embraced and positive and it's, pretty it's large not, too they're large yeah yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah I don't really I don't really like to do anything like s- small or like I don't like to like limp in and be yeah. like here's my little you know postage stamp no uh the first piece that i did go in the spray sh- like a dollar <laughs> yeah there's my mark yeah the first piece i did in the streets was like what well, was a four foot by four foot biplane and then it had a four foot banner attached to it so it was like roughly this eight foot piece the person that came out with me was like really this is your first piece you're just gonna you're, you're just gonna do this massive thing right now i'm like yeah like what what do you want me to do like i'm not i'm not starting small like i just close my eyes and go i just jump all the way in if i I do something that's the attitude to have yeah this is a really dumb question and really yeah we're switching spots (laughs) i'm just curious though so you're a street artist and i think i can answer my question but i want you to answer my question you're a street artist you have a studio. Are you? What do you do in your studio? Are you making the um, stencils? Stencils. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> and coming up with concepts, or how do you spend your time in your studio? Yeah. Um, so mainly, the way that I work is I have to fully have an idea in my head, which is a blessing and a curse because sometimes it's just like light switch oh rad i have this image um and then other times i like sit in the chair and i'm just like you know inspiration bolt please strike me now (laughs) you know and it's a lot of like laying on the ground or like you know sitting in the sun or like beating my head against the wall and like sometimes it doesn't come that easy and it is it's a lot of like okay i'm just gonna wait it out and then uh, when I do have an idea, then I I design it in Photoshop first, and then um, I print it out on a large scale printer, and then I actually bring it to my studio and cut it all out, and then that's like that. Then I like just sort of prepare for the streets and like um, pack my bag and you know tape, gloves, mask, spray paint. Are you going out yeah. at night? It depends on the the area okay. that I go into. Um, if it's like a little bit more of an affluent neighborhood, then yeah, calls for a nighttime run. Um, if I'm hitting something on Melrose, then it can be daytime. Um, That's so exciting. 
Yeah, it is. How it totally one of these? is. We, we, I do too. I'm telling you right now, Lisa, we wouldn't be able to do it. We can't stick our stickers on the wall. This is true. We bought, <laughs> we're we not cool. stickers and we're like, should we stick it? No, I not did here. I did on a stairwell once. You did. I was once. Drunk. We have like 200 <laughs> stickers. I was like, we're doing it today. Uh, I hope you guys brought stickers. I want stickers. Yes. We'll do a sticker swap. All right, I deal. have some. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we'll make sure that uh, we stick yours to something. I'll definitely put my water bottle. Okay, good, good. That's my property. Yeah. <laughs> We're so PG. Would, this is a brand. Uh, would you like let people come watch you? Like, if we wanted to come watch you at night? Can we invite ourselves with you one day? <laughs> we'll wear black. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's not usually an open invitation, but I will definitely, you guys are more than you welcome can't to tell us no, You like, can absolutely mm, tell us no. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys seem cool. You can come. Thanks. <laughs> Those, like, make our lives. <laughs> Do you, do you uh, usually do it, like, solo, or do you bring, like, a lookout person? It also depends on, like, the piece, the area, mm-hmm. um, how bad I want a piece up. Like, if I don't have anyone that can go out with me, and I just, I'm like, I gotta get this out of me. Like, there's just, like, that weird thing where I'm, like, in a funk and a bad mood, and, like, it is because, literally, like, I have to get this piece. Like, I just have to, like, bleed it out of me. Um I go alone. I, I do. I go alone a lot. Um, I do have to admit, though, it's a lot more fun when you're out with someone. Um, you know, you just kind of vibe on each other or, like, you know, it's like, I need that tape or I need this. And, like, having someone, like, when you turn around and they, like, already have the tape for you and it's, like, this beautiful thing. So If you take us, we'll work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sales pitch. <laughs> We will work for you. <laughs> we won't just watch. <laughs> um, okay, so you said something earlier that I wanted to run back on. Yeah. Um, so you dissolved a tech recruiting company. So you started a tech recruiting company on your own. Yeah. I That's had insane. A, I had a recruiting company for about three years. Um, and yeah, and it's it was. It was, I mean, it's like... I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I love business, and I think it's really important. And, uh, you know, that's just, like, I just remember, like, being a kid and, like, always, like, you know, like, I had a cash register and, like, playing store and, like, building, like, small little businesses and, like, you know, selling stuff. Like, that's just always been in my, like, soul as well. Yeah. So it's weird. It's weird that I – and unique, and I'm really grateful that I have – both in me of like artist and the business side of things absolutely because that's like one thing we found with a lot of the artists we talked to those who have found more financial success early earlier on um have that business savvy of being able to write out everything and get things in on time yeah is there anything specific from your business experience that you would say helped you in the art world it's just talking with people um and having a meaningful conversation i think it's hard for an artist in general because they are so much in their heads and just um it's a big price tag to to be an artist you know i think it's 
I think every artist suffers in terms of just, you know, receiving all the messages and then how to deliver the messages. And so, um, so, so yeah, you can often be in your head and not really be that good at communicating. But, but I think that that's definitely helped me. I, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't like it. I don't yeah. <laughs> like, I enjoy people for sure, which was really cool about being a tech recruiter. But like in terms of communicating and like forming words and sentences and like, I really wish that like we could just communicate telepathically, like just, mm-hmm. you know, like dogs. I'm sure there's a language there that they can speak that to other dogs that like we don't hear, but it's just like the messages are just super fast and you just, it's just efficient. You know, I just, I feel like the language itself is so inefficient. (laughs) They're all pictures that we (laughs) send to each other. Yeah. Verbal, uh, visual photos. Well, I think that's where I find the trouble is because I can see and think a lot faster than I can actually speak. Mm -hmm. And like, I think in pictures, like visually. So to translate that into words, it takes me forever and you know, I, th- I think I talk a little slower. Now we're analyzing my speech. Oh, I really know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was thinking, like, we, I was in my head. I was honestly disagreeing though, because I think you're very well spoken and like quick, quick to the answer. And thanks. Yeah. So Thank I didn't you. pick up on that at all. I'm gonna need a nap after this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> really, I I won't speak to anyone the rest of the yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> this is all my energy. <laughs> So I just in case people want to find you, um, you're on Instagram, and is it just Meg Zaney yep. on Instagram? And you also have a website. Yeah. Um, so I was looking on your website and reading about you, um, and you have two things that I want to ask you about. Yeah. Um, one is your collaborations that you've done, and you've done them with Netflix and Fox. Why can't I read my own writing? Yeah, Fox Searchlight. And Coach. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about those experiences? Yeah, absolutely. The, yeah, there's been a bunch. Um, Fox Searchlight was really cool because they launched the Billie Jean King movie and they really loved my Courage as No Gender campaign. So I did one around Billie Jean King. Um, and it was amazing because they invited me in a lot and I got to watch the movie before it came out. And um, yeah, and then Netflix launched, uh, I think it was last year, their episode or their season, short short series of Godless. And so I did guerrilla art for that. Um, Tom's Footwear did their End Gun Violence Together campaign last year um, that I was heavily involved in and um went to paris and brussels and um texas to just spread the message and so yeah it's really it's really rad i love collaborating with brands because they approach me and understand and get what i'm doing and want to pair up because of the way i deliver a message um and I just I think it's I think it's really beautiful when when a brand and and someone like myself can partner up. It's a really cool thing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you were on a panel with uh, Facebook. Right? Yeah, just recently I was up there at Facebook headquarters. 
um, yeah, it was actually a fireside chat with, with me and um, it was for, um, they have a small division called, uh, I think it's Women on the Move. No, sorry, that's not them. Um, Women at Facebook. And so I went in and spoke to them, and it, it was fun. It was a ton of fun. Those are amazing opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was speaking with uh, Cheryl Sandberg herself from mm-hmm. you know, the COO of Facebook, and she was just like, thank you for taking on this huge task. Like, this is no small feat that, like, you are, are tackling something that's super relevant right now. Um, you know, and I, I don't like get paid for it in a traditional sense. Like, you know, I create public service campaigns or public service announcements. You know, the the first and biggest one is the courage has no gender, and I've chosen people that are doing things outside of societal norms, and I do it because I think that like they should be shared about and then the, the things that they're doing they should be talked about and embraced and um you know i i do it for the love of it and the passion um so yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird thing and i i rely you know heavy on on partnering with brands for um the ability of of being paid to do that you know and i think it's it's cool because it allows me, I don't feel like a sellout in the end of the day. I feel out, I feel like it's this beautiful partnership. Um, and I'm just, I'm really, really lucky to be able to, to pay my bills this way. I'm super grateful. Have you ever had um, a brand kind of try and change what you're trying to say? Or have they always been very encouraging in your messaging? Yeah, no, every brand that I work with has been very like okay we'll we'll take it like we want that mm-hmm. um yeah there's a, a couple times where it's you know I'll tweak whatever I need to um but yeah it's never like a huge like no start over type thing so also again I've been really lucky in that sense that's gotta be one of the great things with working with brands too is I mean you're not putting in an application to do it they probably already had like lists of artists on a table and been like no this is the one we love her work and so they know exactly what they're getting by the time they meet you yeah yeah like, that's for sure. really cool to be selected like that for sure yeah super grateful yeah and it speaks to your work and, and the messages thanks um and you're also i'm gonna butch this word uh philanthropic Philanthropic. You, you did well. Yeah. 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 Uh, which I think is great. Um, can, can you talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. You're struggling. I know. I know. It's been a, it's been a day. Oh, you should have had an Oreo cookie prior. I should have. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. Totally. Just um, one. When we the finish. The one double stuffed. It's, <laughs> and it's cupcake. Or no, it's cake double stuffed I should have I'm sorry I held out Uh, I promise we can go dip into the stash Um, yeah so the philanthropic I was the year before last did for women's or for uh, International Women's Day did an installation it was like 24 feet on the side of a building owned by the Downtown Women's Center which is a 
organization helping women find permanent housing. Um, and it's the piece, it's diversity is a gift, shine and let shine. And yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's like, we're just working with companies that I am fully behind, you know, I think the homelessness is way out of control. It's higher than it's ever been. I think, and I know that most of my friends don't know how they can help, but you know, handing someone a $20 bill, it, that doesn't help. That's a great hitting a giant's back. And so it, it is, it's, you know, stuff like that. It's, I wanted to partner with them because I wanted to spread awareness and, and, and share that you can drop off clothes or help with food drives or, you know, there's so many ways that you can contribute, even if it's not just, you know, throwing cash at it. Um, you know, and yeah, it's, it's important to me. We are all connected as humans and, and no one should suffer. Um, and, and that's, uh, I have a bit of a bleeding heart for that, but yeah, I'm always, um, so just ready to help. And I love that I can do that through my art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems like a very natural, uh, path to go down for you. Yeah. For sure, it is. And and so, you know, through that and through these partnerships, I've been able to, you know, put that image on a shirt and, you know, 50% of the sales go back to um, the organization. I've donated artwork and, yeah, so I'm, I'm just always trying to do something. And you have um, a whole product line on your website. Yeah. Um, that people can look at and purchase you have some really cute yeah, stuff really. Yeah, it's like oh <laughs> i shouldn't be looking at this but i'm gonna um yeah i think i'm gonna start coming out with some new stuff too um i'm sort of like possibly working on a solo show my um i have a channel manager who's really pushing for it so maybe um, late October. Still, it's still super in the works, but I definitely want to get some new shirts printed for that show, and so there will be a ton of stuff new coming. That's super exciting, and you have to keep us posted because we will come to your show. Yes, please. And, like absolutely, and we'll promote it as it comes up. So cool. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely, we love going to shows. We do. We yeah. we dress up and look weird, but so, perfect. Yeah, we go all out. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and by we, I mean she goes all out. I, I usually still look just no. You look great. Normal. Look, yeah. <laughs> you got pink earrings. Yeah, I like was like I'm going all out uh, for the gala two weeks ago, and I'm like I feel like pink earrings, like a blue dress, and I was like oh I'm killing it tonight. And I walk up and she's in like a pink wig, like full makeup, like nine inch heels, and I was like okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> so when you say a solo show, um, is it? Do you have work on canvas that you do too? That would go into it. Yeah, I have a couple of pieces on canvas. I love to find street signs and reclaim them and use them as canvases. Um, yeah, and then I have a couple other ideas too that involve other, well, without giving out too much information. Um, Sort of like live art um, slash music installation slash slash 
a bunch of other things. It's gonna it's, it's gonna be pretty wicked, I think, if it all comes together the way that it is in my mind. That's exciting. So, yeah. not depressed, but would the live art be you doing performance art or someone else? It would be me producing the okay. art, but then someone else is the medium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have um, any other projects that you're working on that you're excited about? Yeah, and I can't talk about it. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fine. Okay. That's I okay. know, because I really, um, it's uh, it's just super important. It's something that I've already sort of talked about and, and touched on, but it's not, I can't, I am, I can't, um, I can't say right now. When is, when are, when is this episode going to be live? <laughs> Probably by Thursday. So. Oh yeah. So I still. <laughs> but stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Yeah, definitely. Go follow her. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know what this is? Yes. Hit that follow button, y'all. <laughs> um, you also talk about um, how you blend humor into your work. Is that just a natural thing that you have that you want to put in your work? Yeah, I one of my favorite things to do is to laugh. And so that's mainly why it's like if I'm not cracking myself up, like yeah. what's the purpose? <laughs> but um yeah. <laughs> to go so far, <laughs> to <say laughs> you chuckle to you chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> Well, super cool. I am very excited that you came on our podcast. I almost feel like we need to do another one with you maybe after, like in December, when you have your couple of secret things that you can't talk about. So then we can then talk about it. And reveal what the secret is. Yeah, I'm in. Awesome. I love it. But thanks again for being on our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for uh, allowing me to be a guest on your podcast. It's awesome. Thank you so much. I remember, guys, um, to follow Meg, Meg Zaney, on Instagram. And we will be posting on our Instagram, Art World Podcast, um, pictures of her work. Um, yeah. Am I forgetting? Oh, do you have your phone number? 202-642-2787. That's our hotline, y'all. Wow, you guys have a hotline? We have too. a hotline. What do you talk about on your hotline? Uh, whatever people leave us questions about. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. so they call in, and um, we've done one episode with the hotline, and they asked our thoughts on things. Yeah, it, one was how to um, get yeah. children interested in uh, art in museums, and then the very next question was about erotic art, yeah. so it was like it all was, over the it place. It was very uncomfortable to uh, wow. type up at the end, because I was like... <laughs> Huh. These don't these don't pair well together in the same summary. <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah. have fake art news. I do. I didn't know if you were skipping over that. I'm just very conscious of time because okay. she, it's. Do you want to play a quick game? Yeah. 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 You look a little concerned. I know. I'm excited. This okay, is cool. an excited face. All right. So this <laughs> this is called a real or fake. Art news headlines. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna read <laughs> art news headlines and. Uh, you two are competing. Oh, we're you're not competing. together. Yeah, but yeah. I, I usually don't uh, do well. Are you? She has. She's um, won most games. 
Try, don't tell her that. Now she's not going to... Don't lie to our guests. Guess. Sorry. You can trust me. You'll be great. <laughs> now I feel like this might be rigged. Oh, it's not. No. She has no idea. <laughs> I, all right. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Iowa State Fair schedules to host Picasso Masterpiece. And that was... Iowa State, State Fair, Fair schedule schedules to host Pig Casso masterpiece. Oh, Pig Casso. So, and then I say either true or false yeah, yeah. on this. I'm gonna say true. I'm gonna say true too. All right, that one is fake. And really? shouts to our fan uh, at Claire Lockhart for sending that one into me. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good that, one. Yeah. I know she was so cool. nice about it. She was like, "Do you take these?" And I was like, "Yes. These are very difficult to come up with." Yeah, I feel like that's a little punny too. Yeah. You know, like, that one's like solid. <laughs> right. It's solid. Yeah. All right, so you guys are tied right now. All right, number two. Uh. We are being treated like parasites. Guggenheim employees complain of, lo- of low pay. Wow. All right, one more time. We are being treated like parasites. Guggenheim employees complain of low pay. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say true. That one is true. Dang. Wow. Yeah. I'm Guggenheim I'm, employees. I thought I would trip you up because I talk about the Guggenheim a lot. You love the Guggenheim. I feel like... How do they not have an NDA on their uh, employees? Right. It's just what my, yeah, try, tried powers of deduction. I tried yeah. for that one. It, it was, failed me. No, that, that was good. That was good. Yes. <laughs> All right. Actor Seth Rogen is now making his own ceramic ashtrays and vases. See his on-trend art here. <laughs> False. Come on. <laughs> Doesn't he have movies to make? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go true. That one was real. He's making ashtrays. He's making uh, ceramic ashtrays and vases. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like there's more to that story. I would definitely click on that. Click I'll be honest. A lot of were very clickbaity, and I it was struggling not to stay on here too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Theme park set to create Kincaid Land based on famous cottage pieces. That's terrible. That's I'm gonna go false. True. That one is false. I'm sorry. Another <laughs> <laughs> last one. Oh no. But I'm so you, sorry. You know what though? Um True wasn't that far off. They actually made an entire like city based off Thomas Kincaid. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that insane? No, that is insane. And they like sold houses in it that were supposed to be houses like in his pe- pictures. That's really? interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's where I got inspired by. Where was this? Magical I land? didn't get that far into uh, that podcast. I was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it off. Oh, it was a podcast? It was. All right. So I lost. I'm sorry. I was rooting for you. I'm sure. I'm really sure you, <laughs> you didn't, probably didn't want to watch me crash and burn. <laughs> I was fine with her crashing and burning. Yeah, like I'm fine. Once a week. <laughs> I didn't get one right. <laughs> oh, no, you got the first one right. No, I don't think so. No, oh, both we both got, got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, you did say that you live under a rock. I, it's true. So, but... 
you know, that's fine. That's okay. All right. Yeah. That'll be okay. <laughs> you guys did great. At some point, we're going to switch this up, and I'm going to come at you. I hope so. I would look, I look forward to that. Okay, good. All right. All right. <laughs> thank you again, Meg. This has been amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.